Travis Kelsey's dad gave an interview recently and he was talking about how Travis and Jason, he was like, they know that any financial success that they've achieved, any sports accolades, that doesn't make them a good man. Like that's <sighs> not what makes them. Oh, we're going to go catnip. <laughs> Well, 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 Lauren has risen from the dead. Risen from, oh yeah. I was like, what is going on? Uh, do I look that terrible? I'm a little ill, everyone. I fell ill on Sunday evening, recording this Tuesday morning, and I didn't know if I'd be able to record this week, but you're right, Chandler. I have risen from the dead from my catacomb. I've walked out and I will do anything to deliver the pop culture news to the people, obviously. That's my purpose here on this planet. And so here I am. Do you feel more grateful for the podcast now than you did Saturday, for example, because you almost lost it? You know, you almost weren't able to join us this week. Well, I was so feverish that I was so sick that I couldn't even watch a show. I was just like huddled in bed with a headache mm. and just, you know, when you're just like your brain is addled and you can't think. So that's where I was at. Right now, I'm just more generally fatigued, have a little sore throat, but I'm coherent. And so I can be here today. You look beautiful. No one would ever know. It's I would say well, your look is like a little more undone and I love it. Thank you so much. We have bigger news though. No one cares about any of this. Can we please talk about what everyone can't shut up about, what overtook all of our weekends, the Super Bowl, the Chiefs winning our girl? I mean, where do we start? Where do we even start? Was this the first football game you had watched start to finish? Because it was for me. Yes, it was definitely the first football game that I watched a lot of. I did not watch it start to finish, I will admit, because I did find the first half to be so boring. I mean, do you disagree? No, it was totally boring. I was at a Super Bowl party, so we were there for the duration. Mm -hmm. But no, okay. it was very boring. And I, yeah, very boring. I don't know what's happening so much time is spent starting and stopping and can it can get a little mind numbing for me. Absolutely. Dad, Dad says that when you know all the players and like, you know, you just know the plays as well. You're a lot more invested, obviously, the more you know about it. But I'm not at that level yet. I basically have only learned that they're trying to get 10 yards and they only have a certain amount of downs to do it. Sure. But anyway, it's all very nebulous. I mean, my knowledge falls incredibly short. Everyone mm -hmm. at our Super Bowl party filled out a little like prop bet questionnaire okay. of Super Bowl type trivia. Like how many songs will Usher sing? You know, will it go into overtime? That type of thing. And I received the esteemed honor of having the lowest score out of the group. Stop. Stop. <laughs> yes. So well, yeah, I don't know very much either. Yeah. And so I think that makes it less, less of a fun viewing experience. I would also say them being down, it was just painful. So I switched mm -hmm. to the crown for a few hours. Okay. okay. And then I switched back about 60% mm, of the way through the game. And that's where things really picked up and got exciting. It's true. It's true. So we may not be experts in football, but you know what we are experts in? What? Taylor Allison Swift. That is so true. We are such experts in Miss Swift. Let's get to the fit, Chandler. What did you think of her outfit? Let me just recap it for everyone. She okay. was wearing, and I'm going to mispronounce all of these brands. She was wearing Aria crystal slit jeans. Okay. She had a Dion Lee crochet corset top, a wear by Ia or wear by Ia bomber jacket. That was only $140, by the mm. way. Very affordable. A Judith Lee Bernie 
football clutch that was a rhinestone clutch with Travis Kelsey's number on it, gifted to her by Shaquille O'Neal. And then a huge smattering of jewelry, like 80 grand worth of jewelry, basically. So I won't detail all of that or else I would take up the rest of the episode. But dying to hear your thoughts on the fit. I love the fit. I love the jeans. I would like to own a pair of jeans like that. Love the top. I thought she looked gorgeous. We did get a braid. Did not necessarily want a braid, but we got one anyway. But I would say overall, this was a net positive look for Taylor, in my opinion. I completely agree with you. To be honest, I didn't mind the braid. I found the braid to be whimsical, a little fun. It wasn't wrapped around her whole head. I thought the braid was cute. I did feel like I was expecting her to really go for it. And Mm -hmm. it felt a little bit of an understated vibe for her. Or it just felt like kind of understated. I felt like maybe she would like be more mob wife, be more, a little bit more like the way Hailey Bieber wore that big leopard fur. Like she just could have been more statement. Um, But this could have been honestly any other game. And I kind of appreciate that though. Like I appreciate that she really took the supporting role, was not trying Mm -hmm. to steal the spotlight as much as possible. I think honestly, 10 out of 10, the look was so good. The Instagram account that constantly trolls her and tells her what she should be wearing, you belong in this. She described the outfit as her going to a slutty funeral, which I disagreed. I thought the wide leg pant paired with the corset top was was like a very good juxtaposition. I thought she looked great. I mean, this is an outfit I would wear. And I don't say that basically ever right, about a Taylor Swift outfit. Right. Um, you know who was trying to steal the show? You know who was going for an overstatement? Who? Blake Lively. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Okay. In our group chat, there's a lot of slander against Blake Lively. And Kagan was reading it and he was just like, what are you guys talking about? Because <laughs> it'll be like in all caps, why the F is she wearing all those bangles? <laughs> what has gotten into her? <laughs> He's like, why do you care how many I mean, bracelets she wears? Blake Lively's crimes against fashion could fill encyclopedias. And Sunday was no different. I, I think th- I actually liked the tracksuit. The tracksuit was cute and fun and sporty, but it was the hair that was so bad to me. The Sandy from Grease hair was just so unnecessary. So unnecessary. Like, girl, you're beautiful. Like, just tone the hair down a little bit. You don't need to, like, to hide your light under a bushel of curly hair. It's so true. Yeah. Blake Lively, I don't know what happened in her world to lead her so astray. But here's the thing I will say is that you look at who Taylor Swift is surrounded by, and it's like a posse of girls with very questionable style choices. Yes. Yes. Ex- example number one, Blake Lively. Example yes. number two, Gigi Hadid. Gigi Hadid's apartment, everyone, if anyone's seen the article where they do like the, I think it was an Arc Digest and article yeah. on it. Yep. Yep. It looks like. I don't even know. Like a you, vintage store meets a hobby lobby meets like a, a Cracker Barrel lobby. I mean, what's funny is that I, I don't mind Gigi Hadid's fashion, but her apartment really made me exactly. think she's not actually a tastemaker. No, um, it's offensively ugly. Like pa- yeah. pasta in the drawers through glass. Yeah, multicolored pasta. <laughs> it's so well, bad. You don't forget. Yeah. And then, that, that's worth a deep dive. That I mean, that's worth. Sorry, we did do a deep dive on it. That's worth going back on our catalog to listen to it. It's absolutely worth watching that video to just be completely destroyed inside with how certain people with 
endless money at their fingertips choose to live. Uh, Also, by the way, everyone needs to look up the picture of Taylor Swift's kitchen in the dining area in Miss Americana where she's having that dinner with Abigail because it looks like the inside of Mrs. Weasley's home. I understand a little bit more why that kitchen looks the way it does. Please, Chandler, I need to understand. I need to. This will bring you more understanding or more empathy. I think that kitchen... I think that's her Nashville home. Okay. Okay. And I think that is like the first house that she got, bought, whatever, like probably redid the kitchen of. And I think this is like Taylor at 19's kitchen. And so, and I just don't think she's touched it since really. Chandler, there is no excuse. I'm sorry. You know what we call that Chandler? A remodel. It's been 15 years since she was 19. It's time to get some construction workers. It's time time to do a Home Depot run. It is time to green light a redo. Anyway, we're digressing though. So apologies, everyone. Can't wait for the hate about our delusional commentary on people's homes we can't afford. Which Bring is absolutely valid. I mean, that's um, a common theme with us. So we're not true. planning on stopping that anytime it's, soon. It's true. Okay. Experience watching the game. Fun. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, totally fun. I found myself pretty gripped by the end of it. And I think, yeah, the Chiefs starting off not winning, that was tough for me. I was like, what will this mean? Like, if she, if they don't win? And I almost just said, if she doesn't win. But yeah, what will this mean if she doesn't <laughs> win? I was just like, I was worried about like how society might crumble. And thank goodness we don't have to now know that reality. I mean, civilization is still intact. We can still get gas at the gas station. There's food mm-hmm. in the at the grocery store right, on the shelves. Right. Yes. And that is due to the facts that the Chiefs pulled through absolutely. Because mm-hmm. if Taylor Swift lost in 2024, that would be the universe breaking down. So you're completely yes. correct. Yeah. I had a funny moment though where we were watching it with friends who know way more about football. And I was like, so what's Patrick Mahomes about? Like, what's he like? And it, it's just funny because our friend was like, he's the best quarterback in, in the world. And it's just like, I just don't know shit about football. I don't know anything about football. I barely knew who Travis... Actually, I didn't know who Travis Kelsey was until he stepped on the Taylor Swift scene. And that just continues to like to to be shown to me because, yeah, I just thought like, oh, that's cute that she hangs out with one of the other team wives or team girlfriends. <laughs> um, but of course, he's the best quarterback in the world. Okay. I feel like I only know about Patrick Mahomes because I watched the Netflix documentary about like the four quarterbacks. I watched oh, it hoping why? for Travis Kelsey content. Well, he's a tight end. I know, but Taylor started dating him. And so I found out that there was a doc on Netflix. Got it. So I watched it thinking that we we would see some Travis Kelsey. It was actually about his brother, Jason Kelsey, and three other quarterbacks, one of which is Patrick Mahomes. So can you confirm, is he the best quarterback in the world? Yeah, he's like, he's absolutely exceptional. Also, he's, I find him to be incredibly charming. I find him- really. Christian religious values to just be really special. He right. is with his high school sweetheart to this day, Brittany Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a few children together. I'm a Patrick Mahomes stan. I honestly know basically nothing else about him, but I definitely ship him. And I this does bring me to the subject of Brittany Mahomes. Yes. And please. everyone, this conversation about the Super Bowl, it's not going to be organized. There's going to be a lot. We're gonna, this is not a straight line. This there is There are other a maze. podcasts for that. 
Exactly. They're a podcast for super actual Super Bowl breakdowns. I have such a soft spot in my heart for Brittany Mahomes because she's so maligned, right? People really dislike her. See, People, I didn't know like, this. Actively too. hate her. Yeah. Really? Yes, she is really disliked. The reason why people don't like her, I think, is because she's very confident. She's very happy. She's like unabashed in their success. Like yeah, she throws okay. Kardashian type birthday parties for right, her kids. Right, right. And she's, you know, at every game and with a new Chanel bag, with a new look, doing all these glam photos. Yeah. And she's just very like ostentatious. Got it. And honestly, the same way virtually everyone is on social media, especially it, I would say wags, like wives and girlfriends of famous athletes or whatever. Athletes, exactly. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. But I think the reason why, especially so many men hate her, is so many of the incel red pill type men on the internet, they are so upset that someone they don't regard to be that hot is the wife of a quarterback of sure, the century. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I think it all comes down to them thinking that she is not worthy of the confidence mm-hmm. and happiness mm-hmm. and right. partner she has. Right. right, And so it makes them wow. feel so insecure that she has this life and she is so confident in it and right, owns it. Right. She's been with him th- since they were in high school, by the way. Full high school sweethearts. They've been on this journey together. She supported him every step of the way. She absolutely deserves to be celebrated and of to course. share in the success. And it just makes incels seethe. And I find that to be personally so gratifying because it's yeah. like, yeah, guess what? These men that hate her online, they're such trash and they're just projecting their own insecurities. Right. And right. I just find the Brittany Mahomes hate to be so misguided and I ship her, loved her Sports Illustrated photos. I just only want to see her shine and keep shining hey. on. I love that. I love that, Lauren. What a beautiful morning prayer for her, for Brittany Mahomes. Final thing I'll say, I think if she was like Adriana Lima, basically. Or Giselle. Or Giselle, people, not even like she had that modeling career, because then people are going to be like, well, yes, if she had achieved anything in her life, (laughs) then we could give her, then we wouldn't feel this way. So I'll just say, I would, if she was just what people consider to be super hot, I think that people would worship her and worship yeah, them. Yeah. But I think it's specifically because they don't think that she fits what they think a quarterback is right, supposed to be deserves. married to. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and also, did you hear Patrick Mahomes acceptance speech or like I speech didn't. at the no. end? No. Oh my gosh. Chandler. It was like all about God really? and Jesus, basically. Yes. What I mean, did he say? I did it just drained my credulity a little bit that like I guess that God was guiding the Chiefs to victory and not the oh, 49ers. You didn't believe that? You didn't believe that? <laughs> that just seemed like a little far-fetched. Anyway, it was just very charming. In the same way that you and I love Christian men, you'll feast your eyes and ears on this speech should you watch it later. Okay, I cannot wait. I mean, I, I need to add it to my morning meditations with the Tim McGraw-Toby <laughs> Keith performance. Okay, to close the loop on that, Chandler posted this to close friends the other day. Do you want to share, Jan? I, I'll share Tim McGraw uh, had a show this past weekend or last week, and he performed Live Like You Were Dying, and he dedicated it to Toby Keith, who passed away. And Tim McGraw breaks down during this performance, and it is the most tender and sexy thing you have ever seen in your life. 
I've watched it no less than 10 times. I watched it yesterday. I've, I texted it to all of my friends, anyone I thought who could really use that type of inspiration and just general sexiness in their life. And it, it's so good. There's something that I said this on Close Friends, but Lauren, the sweet spot for Lauren and I is when there's just like a little bit of of God-fearing in a man and also mm. extreme sexiness. Both of those things really mm-hmm. do it for us. Yeah. And are we with men who are like that? No. But does <laughs> that do it for us? Yes. Yeah. That is our catnip. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is so absolutely <laughs> catnip. <laughs> I hate when you say that. Blech. What does that even mean? I like think it's like I a heard- treat. I think I heard Ugh. Tina Brown refer to Camilla as King Charles's sexual catnip. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Just like, <laughs> oh. Anyway, yeah, a love for Jesus. It really stirs us in many but ways, I, Chandler. To be honest, though, I think it, I think even a love for Jesus might be a little too far. It's just like a man who respects and knows his place in the universe. Like, I think well, it's more God-fearing it's an than like getting into full Bible. It's an energy, and I think that it's very much a lot of Southern men have this kind of yes. like masculinity, chivalry. Like Travis Kelsey's dad gave an interview recently, and he was talking about how Travis and Jason, he was like, they know that any financial success that they've achieved, any sports accolades, that doesn't make them a good man. Like that's <sighs> not what makes them. Oh, we're going to talk about catnip. <laughs> okay, Chandler... Well, Chandler's going to take a break in her room for a second, you guys, while I do, <laughs> do an ad. Oh, no, my gosh. Kidding. Do you need some private time for a second? That's Gatnam. You know, you're right. You're spot on. That's what we want. And Ben and Kagan are men of value, but there's just there's something about God-fearing. Yeah. That I love, especially in a man. Not necessarily in a woman, but in a man. It's really up my alley. Lauren, the wall behind you, it's quite barren. What's going on there? (laughs) You know what? I find getting things framed to be very stressful. And so I've just never done it. I don't basically have anything framed in my home. And it's sad for me. It's very sad, which is why we are so lucky to be sponsored by Framebridge right now. Yes, I am so excited to correct this wrong in my life. What's so great about Framebridge is for other people also intimidated by a gallery wall, if you go on their website, you can just very quickly, easily upload like five photos or whatever it is, and they will send you different dimensioned, cute frames, beautiful, sleek, modern, so you can just hang your gallery wall and it's good to go. They make it very easy on a layperson like yourself. Everyone, see why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or a local Framebridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's framebridge.com. Lauren, as we made our descent into New York, you know, from our beloved Guana Island trip, Mm. I got excited thinking about coming home to like my more simple routine food, like my Mm. clean simple eats protein powder. Yeah. I feel like it's such a good staple because the protein powder, if you blend it with ice and water, you got vanilla frosty, essentially, if you like the simply vanilla. If you get chocolate brownie powder, you've got a chocolate frosty. You could do the mint chocolate chip. You got a thin mint frosty, or you just dissolve it in milk or water. And that also strangely tastes really good like chocolate milk it's a super fast easy quick snack also i just love that the ingredients are clean they're grass-fed it's 20 grams of protein for 110 calories 
It is just the best protein powder out there. Everyone go to cleansimpleeats.com and use the promo code POPAPOLOGIST for 10% off. That's POPAPOLOGIST for 10% off. Cleansimpleeats.com, POPAPOLOGIST for 10% off. Okay. Now that we have waxed poetic, I think we need to bring it back to the game, Chandler. Can we talk about Travis's Kelsey? Oh, you mean bring it back to God guiding the Chiefs? <laughs> Speaking of exactly, let's bring it back to God guiding the Chiefs Chiefs in the moment, Chandler, when God may have had second thoughts about that final touchdown, okay? Mm-hmm. When Travis Kelsey, people are saying push, some are saying yeah. committed elder abuse. Some are saying had a firm moment as a passionate athlete on the Mm -hmm. field with his coach in a game he loves with Mm -hmm. a team he wants to help defend. Okay. What was it? (laughs) What, what could it be? Okay. So everyone, Travis did have a moment on the field where basically what it looked like to me, he didn't actually, he like let his body definitely tap and push his coach. And what's his name? Andy. Andy Reed. Andy Reed. Yeah. He let his body tap or push. This is like <laughs> some very <laughs> tricky verbiage. Have I you just ever thought about defending people who <laughs> like domestic abusers. Just kidding. Sorry. Bad joke. Um, but anyway, please continue with your defense. What it looked like to me is he was so hyped up that he kind yeah. of was just like, blah. But it didn't have the energy. Like, he didn't put his hands on him and push him. I actually haven't seen it. I haven't seen it, so I don't know. Okay, well, the research is lacking today for the (laughs) podcast, by the way. You have not seen this. You can't even speak to it. This is one of the biggest things that happened on the game. You need to watch it. You need to watch it. Well, I was just like, here's honestly why I didn't watch it. I was like, if this is going to make me feel like Travis Kelsey has like a temper that I'm afraid of, or I think taylor should be afraid of i'm not ready to go there i'm not i wasn't ready to have that it's time for you to face reality okay this is what i'm gonna say as i'm watching this footage he is grabbing his arm aggressively like he is you know pinching him and holding him to listen to what he's saying and it does cause andy to have to put down his clipboard and kind of staggers a little bit and it also causes another teammate to come over and grab travis yeah it was not his finest moment absolutely I agree with that. What do you think? Is this elder abuse? No, I think this is I think this is aggressive male behavior. Does this mean that I think Travis is abusive? No. Yeah, but it it, it speaks to someone who has a temper, which is what we covered in the group chat. Yeah, I think it speaks to someone who has a temper. It's not a good look. I talked to dad about it. <laughs> oh, you did like separately offline? I had a 40-minute conversation with You're dad kidding. about the game. First of all, dad was like, did you see what he showed up in for the Super Bowl? <laughs> He's like, this guy is probably a little bit of a tool. <laughs> I, I like, mean, dad and I are on the same page. I did not like Travis's look. Super Bowl look. You liked it. I do. I like his flamboyant style. I like that he's not boring. I just like his... I like that he has the swagger. It's fun. I like that he does fashion. I just don't like the execution always. But him and Taylor are perfect for each other. That's true. No, but... So what dad said is he was like, that was really not good. He was like as a he's like if that was a referee he could have been thrown out of the game for the rest of the game yeah. and so it's a really big deal and these players because at first i was like this is men being men these are <laughs> sportsmen. men on the these, war field these are modern day gladiators can right. you please as snowflakes <laughs> just not melt at the sight of men being men in 2024 an interesting role reversal for you and dad 
for dad to be like, hey, this is actually not good. And you had to be, yeah, let's just let men be men. <laughs> I know, exactly. But dad kind of, he chastened me, okay? Um, and I changed overdue. my opinion. Yeah, long time overdue. So anyway, not a good look at all. I will maintain though that I do not think, because a lot of people are like, just wait, you know, until this turns on Blondie, till she's on the wrong side of his oh, rage. Gosh. Yeah. And I personally, I will maintain, I do not think that this has any bearing on how he's going to treat his beloved. Let me also say, I think there are people who have tempers. I think I have a, can have a little bit of a temper. It doesn't mean that you are physically abusive. Yeah. And I did not see it as physically abusive. Can we wait? Can we talk a little bit about our sweet dad? Yeah. W- w- during what? the Super Bowl, what he, some of the commentary from him. Hold on. Before we do that, I okay. just want to read one quote by one of our great friends, Marin, okay. on the group thread. But she okay. says, there has been eternal bickering since time immemorial in football. She's so eloquent. You just didn't used to have 87 cameras covering every nook and cranny. The GOAT, Tom Brady, went after people on the sidelines every game. Peyton Manning was legendary for cursing out teammates and coaches constantly. I honestly, I know who Tom Brady is. I don't know who Peyton Manning is. But as a football historian, Marin, I think, is setting the record straight. that This is within the realm. So, yeah. Also, to just close the loop on this moment, Andy Reid... He was like, this is a guy who's passionate about the team. This is a guy who just wants to be on the field. They don't come better to me than Travis Kelsey. It's like, click, we're done. Click. Yeah. Do you know he's Mormon? Dad and I talked about that last night. Oh my gosh, so cute. This is dad. Dad, Sunday. Dad, first of all, calls me before the game. Asks me, are you going to watch it? You know, What are you doing? I'm like, yep, we're going to a Super Bowl party. Got everything. So I text dad. Dad, do you think they will win? This is, you know, around almost 9 p.m. Eastern time. And he goes, it's not looking very good right now. They don't seem that sharp or focused. I think the problem is Taylor Swift. She's been such a big distraction for the team. New text. That's a little tongue in cheek. (laughs) (laughs) And then he goes. So cute. Yeah. He does get into a little bit of light. Travis took the vaccine. Blah, blah, blah. We're just going to leave it at that. Um, (laughs) He's like, dad's like blaming their poor performance on Travis having taken, you know, he got, he probably got a booster recently. (laughs) Exactly. And then dad goes, I heard that Kelsey is going to propose if they win the game at the 50 yard line. Anyway, it's just very cute. It is for sure giving us new material with dad that's really sweet and common ground. And I love it. He's probably going to listen to this too. So I think he's low key trolling us, by the way. Oh, for sure. He actually thinks that it's because of the jab. He's just like fully Uh, playing mm, the character. (laughs) Yeah. Also, he asked us multiple times, like if we were finding any content to talk about on the podcast, he was like, I'm just trying to keep you guys relevant. Do you have stuff to talk about now? (laughs) on your I podcast wanted, i wanted to tell him dad we have to get relevant before we need to stay relevant Stay relevant, but, totally. but thank you so much that's really it. a sweet thing to say right right anyway it's been very sweet and this is why once again we love taylor she's uniting mothers and daughters fathers and daughters this is why we stand oh. her and travis one more though one more text from dad that you didn't respond okay. to so i'm not su- sure you saw this dad said well one pretty bright point from last night's game may be the beginning of a baby boom (laughs) the theory is the theory chandler is that patrick mahomes saves the day by winning the game so now travis can propose to taylor and she will say yes and they will get married and start having babies and all the women of your generation will want to be just like taylor hence a baby boom i wouldn't put a past her she's she is supersonic she could definitely kick off a baby boom stranger things have happened honestly 
And maybe that's what we need. We do have a population crisis, okay? And so if Elon it's Musk, Elon Musk, it, the only <laughs> the only person is Taylor Swift. I agree. I agree. Wow. Okay. There's so much to say about the Super Bowl. I still want to get to more. Can we talk about the speech he gave? Viva! Yes. Loss. I won't What's there continue. to say? What's there to say when you're in love? <laughs> it's just a ma- it's like what do you accept for what you get? What what problems do you work with? What ex do you just live with? She visibly was a little cringed, I thought. Little little pained. But a little bit just like oh. It is what it is. He can't it's just tough because he's just not he never is like I need to be too cool. And that's what I think what she had with Joe. And to be honest, that is why I am his defense attorney when it comes to his bedazzled tracksuits. Yeah. And that is why I'm a Travis Kelsey apologist because I find his exuberance and his lack of like self, I wouldn't say self-awareness, but self-editing sure. to be special. Well, like I think it's I mean, fun that he's just such a goober. I think that speaks to true confidence. Exactly. Exactly. Like he's having a good time. Right. Like whether we, whether you want the fifth Viva Las Vegas or not, you as a stadium, you're about to get it. Can we just get, can we get to the after party, the clubbing? Okay. Let's talk. Okay. Because that's Uh, where I think he also really shines as someone who is just, he's uh, not caring about being too cool at all. I, ugh. Like I'm having trouble. I know. Let me just start by saying my face is these videos. These videos were hard. Like I literally need to be able to feel my face as I talk about this because even thinking about them, I'm about to, I don't even know, just like ascend. Let me say that while watching them, I had a little bit of Joe Alwyn in me, like a little bit of, oh my gosh, this is a little cringe. And that's not coming from a place of like judgment, but just like, oh my gosh, like they are truly so unapologetically in love. And he does not care at all. Like he he wants to get up at all. No, he is loving every second. Every second. Like, they're at one point, the DJ plays You Belong With Me, and he goes up to the DJ booth to, like, sing it back at her. If you would have told me that Taylor Swift's boyfriend was going to do this, like, in the year 2024, I wouldn't have believed you. I wouldn't have believed you at all. He goes up to the DJ booth, has them pause the song so that he can basically say, like, point to her and go, You Belong With Me. And it was just so adorable. How about when they play Love Story yes. club version? Yes. Okay. Which I didn't even know was available or else I would have absolutely had that play at my wedding. I know. Um, Lucky for you, it is available for all of please your, you know. play it at yours. Please. I will. I'm going to beg, beg this of you. We'll see. We'll see. But it's so cute. Yeah. And when the line goes and you are the prince and I am the princess. They point to himself when it says you are the prince. And then he points to her when it says you are the princess and they mouth the words. And then he like leans in to kiss her. And then, oh my gosh, it's so cute. And then like within three seconds of the kiss being over, he just, he can't get enough with her, of her. He just grabs her by the waist. Ugh. Like he is all over her. It's so cute. This also, this is someone who was a fan of Taylor Swift before he started dating Taylor Swift. And I think that is really sweet. This is like, in in a way that's maybe like cringy to people like me who are like, no, she needs to like, at times I want her to be with some too cool artist or whatever. But then I'm like, no, she should be with this guy who's fucking obsessed with her and who was so obsessed with her music before and who just can't get enough of her. We're like, yeah, 
Does that make sense? Oh, it absolutely makes sense. One million percent, Chandler. This is exactly what she deserves. And it's so fun to just watch her be celebrated the way she really deserves right. to be celebrated when you really consider the string of assholes she's had to deal with. In my own defense, I think that she trained us to like like assholes for her. Like we thought oh, that really? that's- our bad relationship decisions are <laughs> Are, oh, 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 not only is she responsible. Oh, okay. No, okay. I'm just saying for her, like, you think about the people you feel like she felt the most for. We're like mm. these Jake Gyllenhaals, like people, John Mayer's just like men who were just like too cool. No. And so I, I think that that's what Absolutely. we thought. That's what, where real love was for her, but we were wrong. We were all we're, so wrong. And we were all can I also so say, wrong. It's his day. He's just won the Super Bowl, and he's totally comfortable, like having it be her moment as well. Also loved the moment on the field where he calls her, he says, come here, baby girl. Like, yeah. Are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. And just makes out with her. Dad was like, it's a little high school. Text that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think it's so cute. Also, I will say back to the clubbing. My favorite of all the videos, though, was the t- the casual TikTok right. Taylor just posted. Did you see this? Yes. Yes. I did see this. Yes. Unbelievable. Her account has become only produced artist right, marketing right. material for yeah. the past six years. Yeah. So it is an absolute miracle from God above to have a casual TikTok from Taylor Swift in 2024. And what she posted was, and we had, I had no idea they were there. She posted Andrea and Scott, her parents at the club and the text overlay is, they. It, it's a family and friends party, they said. And then she pants to them. And then it goes, bring your parents, they said. And you see like this full club, Las Vegas club, just this these crazy lights, full nightlife, drinks in their hands. Yeah. And then there are Andrea and Scott. And it was so cute because uh, Scott does the, I could have seen our dad doing this too. He kind of just like makes this crazy expression with his face, yeah. like, yeah, party time. <laughs> It was so cute. It was really cute. I mean, also, can you just love? I love the parents are there. They're dancing. They're comfortable enough to be like with their parents. It's just, I'm so in on this. I'm so in on it. You know what I also love? I love that Travis wasn't like, oh, this probably isn't going to be the right Right, environment for your parents. Right. right. That's uh, the other thing. He's confident. Bring Andrea and Scott. He did. He gives everyone's welcome. Yeah. He, He, guess what? You have to fight for your right to party. So and true. they they have fought every day when they moved mm-hmm. Taylor to Nashville when she was fourteen. <laughs> okay, <laughs> they they were fighting for when, their right to party at the Super Bowl after when Scott Swift had his high powered investment banking job. He was fighting for his right <laughs> to party. To party. Yeah, it was just a longer fight for them, okay, than it was for other people. Right. So, so anyway. I hope they get back together. Yeah. You know, it is cute how clearly comfortable they are together. Yeah. Agreed. Divorce vibes. Divorce goals. <laughs> um. <laughs> Divorce goals. Lulls. Okay. Anything else, Chandler, before we move forward? No, no, I mean, nothing else for me other than that I feel like I'm proud of myself for watching an entire football game. I do think this is turning over a new leaf for me. Not sure, you know, what it will mean, but I'm excited about my journey. I am excited too. I'm very excited for next season. Starts in July, apparently, dad told me. Can I talk to you about a product that you love, that Courtney loves, and that I love? Please. Early bird CBD gummies 
are so phenomenal, everyone. They are the perfect 2.5 milligrams of THC and 12.5 milligrams of CBD. So this concoction, it gives you the warmest, gooeyest feeling. They have the magic formula. I love the watermelon flavor. That's my favorite. I also love using them when I know I need to get a good night's sleep and I can sleep in. You guys, we love Early Bird CBD so much. We reached out to them to see if they'd be interested in sponsoring the show because we were like, these products, these gummies, everyone needs to know about them. We're going to tell them about, about them anyway. So maybe we can get paid to do it. And honestly, we just cannot recommend them enough. We have a link in our show notes. You can go to earlybirdcbd.com. Use code POPAPOLOGIST20 for 20% off. Earlybirdcbd.com. POPAPOLOGIST20 for 20% off. Do yourself a favor. Try the gummies. They ship to all 50 states, everybody. You got to try it. Earlybirdcbd.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. Well, you know, Chandler, it's not just Taylor, okay, and Travis bringing fathers and daughters together everywhere. Mm-hmm. But guess what, Chandler? Another A-lister has hit the scene dating an NFL star. And that is yes. Kim Kardashian is officially dating Odell Beckham Jr., also known yes. as OBJ. Okay. Did you know who he was, by the way? Yeah, I'd heard of him. I definitely okay. would be like, yes, that person is a celebrity. Do I know anything about him? No. But did you know he played in the NFL? No, I didn't either. I was like, is he connected to the Beckhams? Like I was trying to figure it out. (laughs) So I'm going to give a little bio to people. So Odell Beckham Jr. became the highest lead wide receiver in 2018 when he signed a $95 million five-year contract with the New York Giants. He is the fastest ever NFL receiver to both 200 career receptions and 4,000 career receiving yards. No idea what that means. But apparently he's in the top 100. Dad said Travis is probably top 15, but also he said, he's like, don't sound ignorant on your podcast because Odell Beckham Jr. is extremely talented, is is a right. star for sure. But he was like, but Travis Kelsey is like the best tight end that's ever been in the NFL period. So anyway, so he's not in the same league as Travis, as Travis. but I wouldn't imagine that Kim could back someone in the league that Taylor could. So that tracks. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm done caring about his career accomplishments, though. So now I want to get to the relationship. Please. So I did some digging. I looked in People Magazine. I looked in Us Weekly. I thought, let's put together a relationship timeline. Of course, both outlets had one. So I was perusing. And it's like, oh, they both attended Rick Rubin's party in the Hamptons on July 4th. They were seen at the pre-Grammy party Mm -hmm. um, Jay-Z threw. And, you know, they now went to a Super Bowl after party together. And it seems like they're publicly dating. This was their first time being out in a public environment. So the Chandler. Oh, man. How do I? Okay. So what are you about to break? What are you about to tell me? Well, it all was pretty vanilla, right? All this content about them. I was yeah. like, I got to come up with a hot take about, the, about this person I right. couldn't care less about. But then I stumbled upon PerezHilton.com, okay? And I just want to read you some excellent journalism, some truth exposing that's going on in 2024. <gasps> Are you ready? Okay, I'm so ready. This is what 
Perez Hilton has to say. He says, apparently Kim Kardashian wanted to keep her relationship with Odell Beckham Jr. quiet for as long as possible. Rumors that the pair started dating have circulated since September with E! News reporting that they have great chemistry. However, the outlet noted the Kardashian star isn't seriously dating anyone at the moment. Since then, Kim and Odell continue to fuel romance rumors. They hung out at this Grammy party, but most recent reports say that things are getting serious. A source says that their relationship has been blossoming for a lot longer than people think, for like a year. A year, damn. She sure knows how to keep a secret. Why all the secrecy about her romance mm. with Odell? Why sure. not be open with their relationship as she has been previously? This is a bit unusual for Kimmy. Well, there is a reason for being more secretive about her love life this time around. And let's just think about Kim's love life before. Pete Davidson, they were basically spotted together very quickly into weeks into the relationship. Right. There right. were pap shots. Okay. This woman loves to stay relevant. She knows the game. So this is what the reporting journalism on Press Hilton has to say. A big reason she and the 31-year-old wide receiver attempted to have their relationship very private, the source said she did not want to be falsely labeled as a homewrecker. News of Odell's breakup from longtime girlfriend Lauren Wood, with whom he shares a one-year-old son, broke in September. However, it is unknown when their relationship officially came to an end. Kim and Odell then began hanging out shortly after the split. While the DailyMail.com source insists there is no overlap between the relationships, the twosome still wanted to avoid any speculation he left Lauren for the Skims creator. Kim really wanted to keep this romance private for two reasons. One is that she has a one-year-old son with his ex Lauren Woods. They both wanted to avoid any speculation that he left Lauren for Kim, branding Kim as a homewrecker. So here's my question. Yeah. Kim and Odell were spotted and there were rumors during the July 4th party. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then rumors really start to pick up in September. That's Mm -hmm. when he... And the and his girlfriend, who has a one year old son with, right, right, make their separation announcement or breakup announcement. It's really so. It just was that quick of a switch. Well, just Lauren, that quick. He just happened to think, oh, I want to date Kim Kardashian. I, they just happened to meet. It's right. giving TJ and Amy just happened. There was no right. overlap. There was no stepping out on their marriages. They were already in the process of legal proceedings of divorce. The fact that he has a one-year-old and has now left the family, left his mother of his children. I'm sorry. I do not like this man. Also, the fact that they were at the party in the summer and this source in Us Weekly says that this has been going on for a year. So I'm sorry. This has been going on since last early Mm -hmm. 2023, allegedly. So what would that be? So what would be a year ago around the birth of his child? I mean, like- When did this really start? The math doesn't math here to think that it was just a totally above board, meet cute, romance, blossom, yada, yada, yada. And it's so obvious given the fact that she wants to keep it secret. Mm-hmm. Also, I just find it to be so disappointing because I was really hoping when Kim was done with Kanye, she would enter a new era and date someone who maybe, you know, was more adjacent to her philanthropy. Like maybe was yeah. a little bit more yeah. serious. Right. Maybe was a different type than her usual. But it's just like, okay, we're just dating now a 30-year-old who literally has 30, a kid with 31. someone else. He's 31. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Wow. It's just like no growth. And also potential alleged home wrecking that I find to be despicable. I think no growth is key here. 
This is why Kim Kardashian is barely relevant to me anymore. Honestly, and also the worst part, Chandler, her best friend, so Lauren Woods' best friend, died at the very end of May. So basically, like whatever was going on and the sep- their separation was only a few months after, this was shortly after her best friend in the Ugh. world died. You can go on her Instagram. It's a pinned post. The very first post is a photo of her best friend and this like heartfelt caption just about like how horrible it was the day yeah. she died. Um, oh she was gosh. like around her age as well. And I think there was complications from plastic surgery, unfortunately, oh like gosh. so sad. And it is just really so... Your baby mama, the mother of your child, also mm-hmm. whose best friend has just died. It's time to step out on this relationship. Right, right, right. And this it's is who to... you want to be with, Kim? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh. No growth. It's disappointing. No growth. Anyway, Lauren Wood, though, I will say, is one of the prettiest girls I've ever seen. Really? Like, I if you look, look her up, up, she is breathtaking. She's so natural looking. She has these cute freckles. She is just she's delicious and the comments are people fawning over her especially men so i hope she gets that i hope she gets that payout for the next 17 years and find someone who treats her right yeah truly good for you girl yeah she's stunning wow okay can we move on to something else related to the super bowl something else that happened to the super bowl that is a sharp left all right everybody we buckled in for a sharp left Buckled, ready. I want to talk about the Scientology Super Bowl commercial, Lauren. Mm, okay. Obviously, the Super Bowl is famous for all the commercials. There's usually commercials for Christian type things, like just for mm-hmm. Jesus, basically Jesus commercials. We're used to those. And it is always interesting to me because it's like, is this going back to a specific church? Or it probably is. But anyway, we're used to those. What I am not used to and what totally caught me off guard was the commercial for the religion Scientology. I did not have this on my on my 2024 Super Bowl bingo card, but you know what? This game really had it all. I'll say, really had it all. The, um, the, the one thing that was shocking to me about it is because you said we were going to talk about this to watch it. Yeah. And so I watched, or I, I googled it, and I YouTubed it. They are a frequent Super Bowl sponsor. They oh, have really? Commercials? Yeah, there was one last Every year. year. I don't know if it's every year, but like a lot. I wonder if maybe it pays off. So I don't even know where to begin, but I think let's just start at the beginning. I'm just, it's a (laughs) short commercial and I'm just going to talk about a few crazy things. A few things. I mean, should we just play it for people? Yeah, we can play it. Yeah, play it. I think it'll be good. Every day, millions of people ask, what is Scientology? Here's an idea. What if you just take a look? Take for yourself. What if you see for yourself who we are, what we believe, (laughs) and what we stand for? Our doors are open (laughs) to all people of all faiths in every corner of the world. So what is Scientology? Maybe it's time to look and decide for yourself. The song is a fucking bop. See for yourself. yourself. I I mean, mean, like, I get the chills when that chorus comes in. (laughs) That is incredible. When you see it with your own eyes. 
My favorite part is the first part where it's like every day, millions of people are thinking, what is Scientology? Are wondering about Scientology. In my notes, first thing it says, every day, millions of people ask themselves, what is Scientology? Okay, that is just not true. Every day, millions of people ask themselves, what am I going to have for dinner? Should I give in to Gen Z and do the middle part? What is Gwyneth Paltrow doing at this exact moment? Those are questions millions of people ask themselves every day. Agreed. Agreed. Swear to God, people are not asking themselves every day. What is Scientology? <laughs> What's Scientology about? What's it about? If only I could see for myself. For myself. <laughs> see for yourself. I can't do it. I want to just play it. Like, it's such a good song. I want a club beat. To see for yourself. See for oops, yourself. Oops. I want to just also say that they get straight into it. Like within the first 20 seconds, you see the e-reader, the e-meter, whatever, e-reader. Oh, yeah, completely. Not e-reader, not not a Kindle. They're they're not beating around the bush at all. And it looks like it's got a sexy new redesign. Like that looks like it could be sold on (laughs) goop.com. They have definitely upgraded the hardware of the e-reader, Chandler. And it's Instagrammable. Literally. The other funny thing is that the commercial itself is called Decide for Yourself, which is just like kind of hilarious. Thanks to Leah Remney, we actually don't need to decide for ourselves. We've already decided. <laughs> the decision has been made. It's absolutely the case. Wait, can I share this comment or no? Please, please share. Yeah, Chandler, I think that thanks to Leah Remini, we all have seen a lot of things about Scientology. And this commenter on YouTube put it pretty succinctly. This person writes, I've decided that the things I know about Scientology are not the things I want to see for myself. (laughs) See for yourself. I also love someone commenting, I'm too poor for Scientology. (laughs) Also, there's like all these like, like B-roll cutaway shots of like people like pulling Dianetics books off the shelves. I'm sorry. That is just not the Scientology we know and love. What I know is that it's like $20,000 every new course you take and then they like get your credit card information. But yeah, another comment I love. Oh, wow. I sure hope the Church of Scientology has done nothing wrong. It seems so interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so, so good. I think that we should consider Chandler. Yeah. A Super Bowl commercial for pop apologists next See for year. yourself. So we can say, we get started with every day millions of people <laughs> ask themselves, who are who the are? pop apologists? This is great. And then we can cut song? to a song that says, listen for yourself. yourself. And then it can be like a woman in Sri Lanka with headphones right. on in the mountains, right. hanging yes. up laundry, laughing. Totally. Laughing. You know? Laughing. <laughs> yeah. We can cut Literally, to like, Someone picking up a, a People magazine in the grocery store, laughing, like thinking of us. Just across the word, across every culture, right. okay? We span the all of humanity we do. with the gifts that we can give. See for yourself. Listen for, see yourself, for yourself, people. I honestly, I want to make See for Yourself our new intro music. Please, um, everyone, join the Patreon. Join our close friends so we can afford yeah. our Super Bowl commercial. Yes, please. 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 We think this would be really big for us. Um <laughs> I do wish they would have put something at the end, like free consultation to find out where Shelly Miscavige is. <laughs> now I would have, or, that's something I would like to see for myself. That's something I would like to investigate further. But of course they didn't. Or what if it was just like the same type of voice tone as prescription medication mm-hmm. commercials that are like side effects of of <laughs> going missing, of never being seen again, or seen by 0.0001% of the community? <laughs> Literally. 
Anyway, I thought that was hilarious. Um, so funny. And now I have a new favorite song. Speaking of Scientology, though, we yeah. do have another new couple on the scene. Lauren. Yes, we do. Chandler, Chandler <laughs> take it away. We've Just got- what I've been dying to talk about. I think what is interesting and how I will tie this to the previous segment. So we have talked about how the Church of Scientology would like Tom Cruise to have an, a wife, to like settle down and to take another wife. That mm-hmm. sounds like misogynistic. But because Tom Cruise is kind of like the poster child for Scientology, I think they would really like to see him settled with somebody. And I, we know that David Miscavige and Tom Cruise are very close. So for, I was doing a little bit of reading about this. And Scientology's leaders would love the positive press that would come with Tom crowning Elsina, which is who, is who his new girlfriend is, the church's new queen. Um, <laughs> so... Let me just say, Tom Cruise is dating a Russian socialite um, whose name is Elsna Kravna. I'm going to go ahead and I think I'm saying that somewhat okay. She is a Russian-born former model who now lives as a British citizen in London. She is extremely rich. She was married to a very rich man in Russia who I think dealt in diamonds or something. I don't know. She has like ties to Putin. Anyway, she got like a ton of money out of her divorce settlement. In fact, her ex-husband has this to say about her now dating Tom Cruise. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Um, he spoke to page six um, about their bitter three-year divorce battle, which cost him more than $150 million. Wow. He said, irrespective of whoever she's with, Tom Cruise or anybody else, they should be aware that she likes the finer things in life and has expensive and luxurious taste. Tom should keep his eyes and wallet wide open. I'm happy for her. I wish her all the best. <laughs> I mean, she's also very rich on her own, so pretty sure she doesn't need Tom's wallet for her trip to Prada. The thing that I was interested in here, Chandler, because I feel like when it comes to this romance, it seems so random. Like, what do these people have in common? Right. It seems so strange. I was thinking, oh, he must have a movie coming out. And so this is the PR way of getting mm, him more in the tabloids, right. is right. to promote it. His next yeah. movie is until 2025. And so that I could see. I think that this is, you're right, completely for Scientology, but I also think that they don't just want him to be married. They want him to have a a very wealthy wife that they can also drain of her resources. Of course, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. And no doubt she'll have to do Scientology for him. Yeah. She will probably be treated in Scientology like a god. So yeah. I'm sure that'll be a more pleasant experience for her than some of the people, uh, I don't know, like cleaning toilets for $2 an hour in Clearwater, right. Florida right now. Exactly. So. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So anyway, much is happening in Scientology, everybody. Billionaire. 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 Oh, billionaire. <laughs> See for yourself. <laughs> Chandler, well, I actually need to skedaddle because I there's a new Scientology center that opened up in San Juan, Puerto Rico. Oh my gosh! And I've always You're wanted to reading. see for myself. I've always You're wanted to see for myself about Scientology. Okay, I am gonna get audited right now. I got to go to an audit. You guys, thanks for listening to our little pod. Thank we you, you, everybody. We love you. Appreciate you. We'll be back. We certainly will. We'll be back on Friday with Patreon. And then we have some very exciting episodes coming up as well. Thank you all so much for listening. See you for yourself. (laughs) You guys, can we just beg of you to do one thing, please? One thing. Please, everyone. Go to our Apple Podcast reviews and leave us a five-star review. And if you do that, if you write something, send us a screenshot, email it to popapologist at gmail.com. 
We will send you a little surprise in the mail. We a little really surprise. need some reviews. We've we ha- it's been a minute since we've gotten an influx, and frankly, we don't have enough compared to how many people listen to the show. It's out of balance. It's out of balance. Exactly. It's so out please, of balance. You guys. Exactly. Go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review, five take a screenshot. Review. If it's not five stars, I'm sorry, you're not getting a surprise. There's no special surprise coming in the sorry. mail for you. <laughs> but if you would like the special surprise, five stars, write a review, and then email us a screenshot, popapologist at gmail.com. It would really mean the world to us. The reviews truly help us so much, and we would truly appreciate it. Bye. Bye. That's all for now, folks. Don't forget, give us a five-star review. Hit us up on Instagram at Apologists, and we will see you next week, live every Wednesday. all for now folks don't forget give us a five-star review hit us up on instagram at pop apologists and we will see you next week live every wednesday